What's up, guys? It is Hot Take Without Hot Take here. Welcome back to another episode of Junior Scene YouTube Views. Um, yeah, we're not having a good time right now. So I'm going to ask you the question because I want to mm -hmm. say about it. Um, any fingers to point at uh, the abrupt end to the Mets season? Look, um, this, is, this is the first red flag. When they got swept by the Cubs in the middle of the season... That's when I knew stuff started to go wrong because you shouldn't be getting swept by a mediocre Cubs team. You should be at least pulling one win out of that series. Secondly, uh, how do you not get one win out of the last Braves series? And the Braves completely dominated the last series. Like the Mets came nowhere near close to beating them in the final in that final Brave series. Um, and they had to rely on the tiebreaker. If they get one win out of the Cup Series, they don't have to rely on that tiebreaker. But moving on, in the playoffs, Game 1, Scherzer imploded. Seven earned runs, which he's supposed to be the Mets' most consistent pitcher. I'm not sure what happened there. I don't think anybody is. Uh, but in Game 3, uh, in Game 2, DeGrom had a, a, a great game. Only gave up two runs. And set up the Mets to win that one. And still they had to... And still, even then, they kept it down to the wire with Josh Bell, who represented the tying run at the plate. So it still came down to the wire with loaded bases. But Game 3, Musgrove was fantastic. Nothing taking away from him. He was absolutely brilliant. But the Mets choked on offense. They went 2-18... and 18, 18, with runners in scoring position in game one. And in this game, they were absolute zero in the in terms of the hitting department. Musgrove only gave up, gave up like one hit that was Pete all Alonso. game. That and was that was it. Pete Alonso. One, one hit and only allowed one walk. Mm -hmm. Musgrove had an incredible game, but the Mets, you, great teams adjust to that level of pitching, and the Mets didn't. So that's the only thing I can throw my finger at here. Okay. What say you? All right. <laughs> I got a few things to say, so get yourself a cup of a cup of coffee or something. Yep. Uh they did choke. I mean that's a, that's for starters. Um the Mets owned first place for most of the season. Uh we've had, you know, many shows where, you know, you would say you were cautiously optimistic. I was cautiously optimistic about their lead because they hold it. And then Because the Braves were nipping at their heels heels. Of for course. most of the season. So then we get to Atlanta. All they have to do is really win one game, and they retain the tie with Atlanta. And if they could finish off the last few games of the season, then they, they, they would, would have own tie the tiebreaker. Right? They would have tiebreaker. So that's that's that that you know that happened. And then the wild card, which is not sorry, it's not the playoff. The wild card's entry into the playoffs, as far as I see it. The NLDS and the NLCS are the playoffs, in my opinion. That's just me. Uh, had home field, higher seed. You think this is it? They have to win two, three, two, two, two games today. It's over. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scherzer stunk up the joint. He got bombed in Atlanta. He got he lost. He got bombed here. Well, there was rumors that he was also dealing with the oblique injury, so so he wasn't throwing his best pitch. And now, you know, going forward, you know, people say, well, you know, what Met fans had to deal with. I got too much skin in the game. I've been a Met fan since '83. Come on, I'm too old to go change teams now. 
You, this is where I have too much. I got too much. I got 07, 08. I, but it's what you it, look. That's what fans do. Fans just do it. They just live through it, and we're living through this, and it hurts. And so there's a lot to worry about going. What happens this off season? That's because, it. Well, because yep. first of all, Degrom is opting out. He so was the market, and so, so was the S. S. So what do you do? Bassett might, See, may yeah. also be a free agent. Oh, Matt Bassett is. Yep. Carrasco is. Walker is. So you don't know what your pitching staff looks like. You really only got Max Scherzer. And you got him for Locked two more down. seasons. Yeah. And I don't know which Max Scherzer we have. And also, Nimmo's a free agent. Right. So the only thing that I can take out of this as a Mets fan, and you've said it before, uh, we don't have the Wilpons anymore, known as the yeah. Coupons. They'll always have a seat at the table now. Now you have Cohen. Steve Cohen, who is going to absolutely... But you can't pay everybody. That's the question. Yeah. That's the thing. Who do you pay for? I think... Who do you pay for? Honestly, in my eyes, they give Diaz and DeGrom whatever they want. Yeah. And maybe let go of Walker. Well, I mean... Uh, well, no. I'd, I'd, I'd keep Walker if it's on a reduced contract. Let go of Carrasco. He's been a bit iffy. Maybe bring back Nimmo if it's I, I on a reduced know. contract. I, I, just, you know, I don't make those decisions. That's why Steve Cohen... Well, I, I... Look... So it's his checks that are signed and he's paying... But Ruff's got to go. Oh, it was a waste of don't, time. Don't, don't. She didn't have, yeah. shouldn't, have, shouldn't have been on the postseason roster. What a yeah, waste don't. Of rough's got to go. That's, that was based he on the J.D. Davis trade. That was a waste. Um, well, the J.D. Davis wasn't even I'm that great I'm just saying what they anyway. got was yeah. nothing. So there's a lot to deal with. There's a lot to unpack for next season. Look. And it's going to get harder. So I don't, I don't know. What's, look, I don't know. I, they I, totally crumbled. I also hate the discourse that this was a stepping stone for the Mets. No, it's This not. was not a stepping stone. No. This should have been a time where they went deep. Well, like 100 win season with this balanced offense. Of course, and I'm not sure about balanced. I think, look, I think the Mets were playing with a lot of timely hitting. They didn't have a lot of power in the lineup. Really, you get out past Alonzo and Lindor, not a lot of power. I like Jeff McNeil, and I would never get rid of Jeff. Well, he's McNeil. a contact hitter. I know. I'm just saying there wasn't any big bats in the lineup. Wouldn't surprise me if Steve Cohen says to Aaron Judge, "Hey, come over here. I'll oh, give you well, lots of money." Well, considering he just got booed, but not today. Not even that. Yankee fans would be spitting chips if if the Mets made a move for Aaron Judge. That's a lot of money. Aaron Judge is going to be the first half a billion. Guy. Yeah, he will be. He, he will, will be. get five hundred. And oh, there's also Otani to consider. Do, well, do the Mets not till next year? Do, but that's do, not till next year. But do the Mets make a play for him? I don't know. Okay, I, I don't want to talk about the Mets. It makes me sad. Okay, next question is: yep. Was the Blue Jays' loss more about them or the Mariners? So this happened. The wild cards are finished now. The Blue Jays had an eight to one lead. Is this even a question? Going into the, like the is sixth this, inning, is this even a question? Of course, it was about them. <laughs> eight to one lead. How how do you implode like that? How see this was why I was sus on the Blue Jays. Yep. This is why because they are the epitome of Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get from them because. Uh, and I said at the beginning I was tipping them to win the series. However, I wouldn't be surprised if the Mariners pulled off an upset, and that's exactly what we got because their bullpen completely imploded. Yeah, completely imploded. Oh, it was, it was it, yeah. like entirely. Look, Castillo. Castillo had a a really good game. Yeah, Castillo was untouchable. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you you build up that amount. And he had a good series, Castillo, but. You build up that amount of a lead, and no lead in baseball is a safe one, right? But you think with their the arms they have out of the bullpen, 
they could get it done. Didn't get but it done. But they didn't. They didn't get it done. They, they didn't get it done. This, I, unless they make serious changes this offseason to that bullpen, I don't think this team is going to reach its potential because it has so much talent. You yeah. think about the pieces on this team. Bo Bichette had an incredible September. Yeah. An incredible September. And you think about the pieces on this team. This should be a team that's competing for a World Series. Yeah, and I think I well, I think if and they, impl- in, they in a perfect they, world, it was horrible. In a perfect world, if the Blue Jays weren't playing in the AL East, different story. But they play in the AL East, Look, yeah. So that's 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 the that's the one strike. But this should them. be a team that's that has a seat at the table. Well, I don't but know. Uh, they so. they're they're holding themselves back. Oh, well. It's it's something with the team that's structurally flawed. Well, and it's then, not well, it's not a matter of just off firing Charlie Montoyo. It's okay. not a matter of whoever they bring in in the offseason as manager. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they need something. I They're missing something, maybe a few things to get them to where they want to be. Oh, well, what goes around comes around. Now we fast forward. Now we get the Mariners down to 0-2 against the Astros. But they should have won the first game. We know. Why that. would you put so, Robbie Ray in on two days rest in a closing just, spot against the most feared okay. power hitter lefty in the league? Versus lefty. That's I, look. I think you. There was an open base. Why not intentionally walk your Don Alvarez seven five? It was rolling the dice. It just didn't work out. Why do you not intentionally walk Jordan Alvarez and you put Robbie Ray in on two days rest? Okay. That's so stupid in a closing game. That's so dumb. That's a dumb move. Moving on. Let's switch gears to to football. And yawn. Second Thursday night football game of yawn. There is... There is... The Bears and the Commies. There is few inevitabilities in this world. Death... Taxes and Thursday night football being complete and utter garbage. Wow, it looks like Amazon Prime's getting the doo end of the Thursday night. Special. And they're paying how much? Well, they got the commies and the bears. It was 12-7. Yes, 12-7. Um, Who in their right mind would watch? Like, you have Amazon Prime. Did you even bother? I wouldn't bother. Yeah. So, uh, let's get this straight. Um, both quarterbacks were, were horrid. Uh, Look, Fields just, was good towards the end. nowhere to go. Towards the end, Fields was good. Towards the end, Fields was single-handedly trying to carry the Bears. But can you give this man an offensive line to actually develop behind? Please, McCaskies. No, no. So um, he spends most of his time running. So that's what Justin Fields does a lot of because he's running away from linemen who are chasing him down because the offensive line stinks. Let's not give the commanders an attaboy because... didn't even throw it for 100 yards. He was he's pretty bad himself. So it was a couple of bad teams uh, resulting in a, 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 a win for the Cubs. Really, it was a really bad game. It might well be worse than last week. It might well be. It might well, I think it was just as bad as last week. <laughs> possibly worse, um, considering the quality of teams. Yeah, I, I don't know where to go with that. I don't want to say much more about God, it. It's it just an awful game. Okay, yep. next. What do you got? Hold on. Let me get this. A uh, bigger win, Jets or Giants? Definitely Giants. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then, well, just because of their opponent. That's why. Well, let's just say this: I think the the Packers did beat themselves in this game because oh, yeah. Yeah. because like you play, they played down to their competition. Um, they did. They did play down to their competition. They looked past the Giants at their peril, and they and they lost. No, they took I they will, took an L for it. I will it. say this: I will say that the Giants did a good job and have done a good job so far of minimizing any kind of turnovers 
Daniel Jones is managing the game as well as he can as a quarterback, yeah. not giving up big, big, big blunders. The defense is pretty good. They're, they're not they're bend but don't break, and they got in Rogers' De- face. Look, Dexter Lawrence is having a career season. They got in Rogers' face. They did, yeah. and well, so they caused a couple of turnovers. Look, they, I mean, the game. The Packers had opportunities. They just played better. Yeah, they the did. End. They did. Down the stretch, the Giants were better. But <coughs> down the stretch, the Giants were better, but the Packers had opportunities. And you can't say the, the, the Packers can't say, uh, can't say to themselves, oh, we got cheated out of that. But you had opportunities to win the game. I would say the Jets game's not as big because of who they played. They played the Dolphins, but the, look, the third string quarterback. Cause Teddy we Brickford live in a world now. where so. both East Rutherford franchises are actually decent for once. So far. This so is far. interesting. So far. Okay. All right, go ahead. Bigger surprise: Dallas at four and one, or the Rams at two and three. I'd say the Rams. I didn't expect them to be this bad. Like, like I neglected a couple things. Like, um, I thought they were going to be just as good this year, and they've been pretty awful to start off this season. Um, if it was any other team, I'd maybe give them a pass. But this is the Rams. This is the defending champions. This is the L.A. franchise. Um, Stafford is awful right now. He's playing really bad. But I will say in his defense, the offensive line has been probably one of the worst in football. I didn't think Andrew Whitworth was going to be that big of a loss. Like, he was going to be a loss, but not structurally crumble the whole line. He's been... And it seems to me also the loss of Von Miller has not worked out for the Rams. I think they needed to bring back Von Miller, and they didn't. But because they paid all that money to... um, to Donald, and as a result, they blew their load on Bobby Wagner, a Bobby Wagner that's been average at best this season okay. in what may be the end of his and uh, in his twilight. Okay, so reluctantly I say it, it's the Cowboys. I felt nauseous just then when I said it, uh, because their defense is really, really, really good. I mean, yeah. that defense was all over Stafford. I know that the Rams don't have a good offensive line. But I'm not taking anything away from the fact the Cowboys got after it. And they we, got in his face. We did say this last year about Dallas, though. Their defense was really good oh, yeah, last yeah, year. But I think, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not giving Dallas any sort of Mia Copa until they win. No, 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 a, no, no, no. Uh, until not. they make it past the second round. Of course not. I, I don't care. Y'all can kick rocks. No, but of course not. But I, I think that the fact that Dak Prescott was out and they were able to have Cooper Rush just managing the offense... Overall, he doesn't have to do a lot. You can just hand it off to Paul Pollard, hand it off to D- Zeke, pass it to you know. I do like Cooper Rush CD. though. I so, do. I do like Cooper right. Rush. So I think overall, for me, it's more of a surprise because I thought as soon as Dak Prescott got hurt, I thought oh, okay. As well as as well as CD and Tony Pollard, I really like. Yeah. But I think the one thing that will continue to hold Dallas back is Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're playing well right now. I think when it comes down to it, he's not a good coach, and he will fall when this team has to perform, and okay, it will be we'll in January. We'll see. Yep. All right, next year, got that one. Safe to say that there are other rules for quarterbacks not named Tom Brady. Now, there have been a lot of controversy around – I'm explaining the context. There's been a lot of controversy around the um, roughing the passer stuff. Mm-hmm. What say you? It was horrible. That was one of the worst – Calls. Arthur Smith was beside himself. It was a tackle against John Tom Brady. Yeah. The linebacker, I think it was Grady. It was some it was somebody. Yeah, it, was, it was Grady Jackson. I think I think that's his name. He tackled Brady. This was at a crucial point of the game. 
Yeah. And you could see on the video where he grabbed Brady and sort of rolled him over. And I think Brady sort of landed on his head, but not hard. The next minute, um, the referee called roughly the passer, and that was 15 yards. And mm-hmm. that changed the outcome of the game, a game that, in all fairness, Buccaneers should have lost. And that was a horrible call. Yeah. Then there's a call a couple days later against the strip towards, so, strip know, sack, yeah, the, Jones. right against Derek Carr. So it's gotten to the point now where it's like, okay, well, we Look, understand that Tua suffered a concussion. Let me, yes, and I was about to mention that. I, I get the NFL's overreacting to the Tua situation, which, which was their fault, by the way. But of course. If you, but oh, it was you, a Dolphins neurologist and the NFLs because yeah. they have their own independent doctor who does whatever what place CS go in his office while saying, oh yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, but whatever. Um, but you have to find a balance in between what is roughing the passer and what is like putting the player's life in danger because mm-hmm. this is not good right now. The improved like this is not good. The calls are absolutely ridiculous. Well, and they're changing games. The calls are changing games. I think as a lineman, what are you supposed to do? Because if you're point, saying that quarterbacks need to be protected more than a running back, than a wide receiver, than a tight end, than another defense. I mean, at the end of the day, point, you can't the, touch anybody. At this point. Must be playing flag football. Yeah, exactly. Take all the pads off and let's yeah, play flag. That's it. Nobody tackle anybody. At this point, why, why not? It's like... It's ridiculous at this point. The NFL just are... Because they already softened the rules, right? Yes. before, it was you couldn't have any helmet-to-helmet contact with the referee, with the quarterback at the end of the throw. Yeah. So, right? They said they cut that out. That's a personal foul. So, now you don't do that anymore. Now you can't tackle the quarterback because of the fact that they might suffer uh, an injury? Well, that happens. Well, take some video from the seventies and eighties and the nineties even, and watch those guys. Why not? Why not? The NFL just all they need to do, and I mean all they need to do to make their product better is simplify their rules. What is a catch? What is roughing the passer? What is pass interference? What yeah. is what? Make it crystal clear for people to understand because this is what's pushing people away from the game. This is why ratings for the NFL has been steadily dropping over the past four or five years and change. Simplify your rules. This is what's gotten you into this mess and it's keeping you in this mess and it's going to continue to make the product worse to watch. Okay. Next. Yep. I will read this one out. <laughs> Matt Rule was the first firing... Let's Who's be honest. Possibly next. Did we see? Are we really surprised this happened? Are we really surprised? Oh, like he was a dead man walking from from um, the first snap. Come on, he was a dead man walking. He had absolutely zero clue as to what he was doing with this team. The Panthers are a mess right now. They've got nobody, little to no talent on their team. They're a mess. It's time. Like they were already going through a little rebuild. It's time for a full scale re rebuild. Okay. They have to rebuild a rebuild. Yeah. So, not surprised. I thought that they were going to at least wait till the end of the year. I mean, he signed a new contract, so he still owed money. Well, um, he's going to be getting paid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. forty five I mean, million yeah, dollars to just sit there to get out and go back to college, probably. Um, so. It's not surprising that that happened. Um, you know I, what the Panthers were victim of? False advertising. <laughs> oh, well. Because what was he doing at Temple and Baylor um, that made him so successful? 
and just straight didn't work in the okay, NFL. Well, I mean, it just it, with it, the it, multiple quarterback systems. How is he pulling that crap at Temple and Baylor? How it's college, and you know what? You got an owner in David Tepper that's not afraid to spend. So it, this was a this was a shot in the dark, and it, it's blown up in their face. All I can say now is, uh, I feel sorry for the neck the coach who's covering from now, Steve Wilkes, who showed oh, up, who boy. showed up from from the bottom of the ocean, oh, and is now boy. coaching a team that he has no chance poor of being old the next. Steve Wilkes. He's interim, and he's going to be interim forever. This is the same guy who was at Arizona and, and got fired after a year. Ditched. Got, he also got had, fired he also had after Josh Rosen as your quarterback. Yeah. That doesn't help either. He was fired uh, after a so year. So poor Steve Wilkes has to sit there and deal with that now. Uh, and deal with that dumpster fire. Uh, I think. I think the oh, at this point, all signs maybe Josh McDaniel loses his job this time. I mean, I, he's I one so. and four. I think so. I no, think this is I, who I think is a scalp. Who? Dan Campbell. No, I. I think he sticks around. No, because, I don't think he's gone. Uh, no, I think he sticks. I think he's gone. No, 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 no. no. The Lions are putrid. They're no. putrid. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. I don't think. I don't think they fire him. What? I don't I think, think they, they fire him bad. this early because not this, yet. I'm not saying he's I, only been around for one full season. They don't fire him this early. I like Dan Campbell. I actually like him. You like the fact like, he was crying in the media. No, he's a likable guy. He's a bad play caller. Oh well. He, he's a bad play caller. The, but they need some. They need new coordinators okay. if he's gonna oh, get well. the most out. Well, of this that's what. Group. No, but the bottom line like, is ownership doesn't do that. Lions, They'll get rid of everybody before the they get rid of coordinators. The Lions have shown like decent potential, but and yes, they're bad right now. They're but bad. At least they have signs. At least they have signs of actual life. Oh, yeah, signs well, of compared, losing compared to what was going on in the Stafford eras. Okay. So uh, where they were just like uh, they are. They are what they are. Okay. Like. Look, I I like Dan Campbell. Yes, I will admit he's a bad play caller. Um, so that means he's a bad coach. No, no, I don't think. Yeah. I think he's a good players coach. I think he's a good players coach. Oh, well. Right now, he's not a good play caller. Okay, That's, I think maybe he delegates. I don't know. It's it, all about, maybe he delegates. To me, it's all about if I'm the owner. I think I think McDaniel, it's all about the W. I think McDaniel McDaniel's coach oh, you first. You like him anyway. You no. hate him. Who He's likes your him? Matt Nagy. Who he who, is your Matt Nagy. Who, who likes Matt Nagy? Somewhere, if he's listening to the show, he's thinking, "Good, not me to pick on anymore because I don't coach no more." Who likes McDaniel? Okay. Seriously, moving he's on. He's not. He's not a good coach. Next question. All right, please. go ahead. You go. All right. Thoughts on seeing the Draymond fight with uh, Jordan Poole? Ah, uh, saw it. Uh poor Jordan Poole is probably what 160 pounds dripping wet. And gets punched by Draymond Green, who's twice his size. I mean, I, I my thoughts are very simple. First of all, someone on in the Golden State space leaked this video because it was not an open media yes. session. So that's the worst part about this. I think the fact of the matter is he punched him. He sucker punched him because he didn't see it coming. And there was something going on. Look, I mean, this I've said this about Draymond Green before. He's a, he's. He's great if he's the antagonist towards another team. Yeah. It's awkward now because they didn't suspend him. He they was find fine, him. They which find is like, him. what? A drop in the bucket for him. That's like pocket change. Whatever the fine was. And now you got to deal with that awkwardness all season long. Everywhere you go. So I don't know. But I think this, this is I think this marks the end for Jamon Green. That's my This opinion. whole situation um for a so-called leader, this is not a good look. 
Of course he's it's not. not a good look Terrible. at all. He's a, he's supposed to be the leader of that franchise. There's something going on there. Like I mean, World Mental Health Day just happened. Something somebody should have pulled him aside. To, Are you okay? Because you can see in the video, he was already starting on Jordan Poole when he walked in. Like what? Did, what did he? What did Jordan Poole say to him to make him that mad? Not enough to be punched in the face, in my opinion. Yeah, and I get it. Steve Kerr said, you know, well, he said it's a crisis, but then you say it's a crisis, but you don't suspend Draymond Green. Well, it's so where's look, the crisis then? If you're not here's suspending the, thing, the player, here's the thing: Steve Kerr does not want to rock the boat, and I don't blame him. I, I don't blame him. Mm, uh, that's look, how you have to deal with that all season. I mean, somewhere Brooklyn saying. Fantastic! I don't. That's what we want. No, we. Our eyes Take are still on. Don't Brooklyn. see us. Go our, somewhere else. My eyes are still on Brooklyn. Yeah, go somewhere but, else because you got that going. Don't on. think I forgot about you. Yeah. But <laughs> like, I I don't blame Steve Kerr because like, how do you manage that? How do you manage that? One you of manage your, it one, by suspending the player who did that. I get that he's saying you know Jordan punched him. Okay, in the last dance, it was talked about Jordan punching Steve Kerr during practice. And I don't know what happened out of that. But this is... The thing for me is you've seen it on on video. Maybe if no one saw it and it was just talk, that's one thing. But everybody's seen it now. All right. And so what do you do? Like, if if you do that in a regular setting in life, you're going to jail or something's happening to you. I get that this is in time. It's practice. This happens all the time. Guys jaw at each other. Uh, Apparently, Jordan Poole's a big trash talker. What difference does that make you get punched in the face? So I think a suspension should have happened. And now, that's fine. That's fuel for other teams now. Everywhere Draymond Green's going to go, it's fuel for the other team. And so I he's on an option next season. I don't think he's going to get an extension. If he's back next year, that's fine. The year after, he's gone. I think yeah. Golden State's priority will be Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole and not Draymond Green. Yeah. Because that's their future. I think that's it. I think this is it. I don't think what Draymond Green does will work anywhere else. I don't think his his antics and his but because he's because he's one of their leaders. I don't think it works. But does does he get a pass? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I don't. But I don't also don't think it's going to work anywhere else. I don't think another team if they get him, it's going to be the same ingredient or the same formula. Yeah. I don't think it's going to. Gonna gonna just adapt and move somewhere else and work well. I don't think so. That's well, does he me. fit anywhere else? Because like, who needs a veteran leader who's gonna just like? Because the reason why he fits on the Warriors is because he's exactly what they needed he, on that team. Right? Yes. Does it work somewhere else? I don't. know. I don't think so. But no. I, I don't. I just think it'll. He'll. He has an option for next year. It'll be a one year option. He'll get that, and then that'll be it. I, I think that's it for Draymond Green. That's what I think. All right, next next topic. Uh, why hasn't a team decided to sign Carmelo yet? We're back. Carmelo with... Anthony is out there. Well, He's looking for a job. Well, we're wanted. Back. Well, he was stretch in, four. This isn't can't a, shoot. Well, this doesn't isn't, defend really. This, this isn't a um, an unusual situation to Carmelo. Just like 2019, <laughs> he was bouncing around the league, being waived. Yeah. So this isn't unusual to him. Um, but nobody has him now. No, no one, no one wants him. He's just him. sitting back. Well, because mm-hmm. I think it's because um, teams are favoring cost-controlled draft picks over him on a league. So you mean to tell me there's not a single team out there, like a, a, a competitive team that would say he can come off the bench? He's not going to be starting. 
But Carmelo can come off the bench and give you at least 10 Maybe someone points. grabs him in the middle of the middle maybe. of the season. I maybe. think there's going to be a team out there who grabs him in the middle of the Denver. season. Denver, oh, he would be a good wow, player. Wow, that'd be he a would, good fit. He'd fit well in Denver. He'd be a good fit off the bench. I mean, that's Melo off the bench. He's not going to be starting. He knows that. He'd fit well in Denver. He'd fit very well in Denver. He fits our system. He's, ex- He's played think, there. It's uh, a good way and, to finish off the career. Him and Jokic especially dish but it out. But Melo will just sit there and spot you three. Yep. They're not going to give you much else. Yep. I don't see why not. And paired with... Paired a couple with, places. Look, Denver's one of them, right? Yep. If someone gets injured, Boston. I can see him coming off the bench in Boston. And they need veteran leadership right now, considering <laughs> what's not? going on with them. Milwaukee? I think he Why yeah, not? if he wants a ring. Why not? He can be... pl- there's lots of places that are competitive teams. That I can't see him playing on a team that's not going to go anywhere. You don't have him on a team that's going well, anywhere. The, well, with Milwaukee, I just thought about it. They did grab a swingman this offseason in Joe Ingles. That's if he's going to be all right. He had major, major knee surgery over the offseason. Major. Yeah. Injured himself while he was with the Jazz. Was out for the rest got of the season. Got traded at the deadline. Got traded deadline. Initially went to Portland, but then, you know. Didn't ended, play a single minute no, for no, him. And went and showed up okay. in Milwaukee. Yeah. So they don't know whether he's going to be 100%. Well, looking at his preseason footage, I think he looks okay. He's playing fine. But no. I think Denver would probably be the best fit for him. Okay. We'll see. All right. Yep. Next question. Mbappe wants out of PSG. What's that all about? Even even after being given everything Mbappe. and then even after being given everything and then some with this three year contract, he was basically made the de facto owner of the PSG uh, of the club. Given everything, had a say in the board members and everything, he still wants out. Why? He's he his dream has always. been been to play for Real Madrid. It's been an open secret forever. This is the guy who hung Ronaldo pictures on his wall. Then why did he sign with PSG? So he could so he could make so he could test the waters, okay. get his bag for a little bit, okay. assess the situation, mm-hmm. and considering that Messi might want out as well. Okay. I've I've been hearing rumors that Messi might want out, but who's going to pay for him? Um um, at this point in time, he wants he wants to go to Real Madrid. I think it's been an open secret for years. Florentino Perez has been openly courting him. He wants to. He was he was given a trial as a as a fourteen year old youth at the Santiago Bernabeu, mm-hmm. and he wants to play for Real Madrid. That's his, been his dream for from a very young age. I think he goes. Um, maybe. He demands a transfer. Well, he goes to transfer. And, and they'll pay him. Yeah, Real Madrid will pay him. Imagine that attack with Benzema getting back to his best, along with Mbappe, along with this Vinny Jr., along with that young, young, along with that combination midfield filled with veterans like Modric and a and guys like Kamavinga in the in the midfield, young experienced midfield and a defense led by Rudiger and a goalkeeper like Courtois? Oh my god. I think a contract's a contract. If I'm PSG, I say go go kick rock. Well, no, here's the thing. It works a little different in football. Um, Players can demand transfers um, in football. If they run their contract down, they 
the the club won't get a transfer fee back for them okay. or a release clause. So by back them, them. transfer him by them getting him getting transferred, that means they get money get back. back. Okay. They'll get a release clause back for him. Okay. It's probably going to be well over two hundred million euros for mm-hmm. Mbappe if they if he demands a transfer right now and PSG decides to cut their losses and get their money back for him and. Considering the fact that they bought him from Monaco for around 115 million at the time, making him the most expensive teenager in the world, right? Um, they're going to make a, a lot of profit. And considering the whole um, the whole incompetence around the TV deal with me, the Chinese backed media pro with all clubs in League One, every club's hurting right now. Well, it really except for PSG um, because they're backed by Qataris. I think maybe if Mbappe truly wants out, and I think he does. To Real Madrid, I think PSG will be open to get some money back for him. Okay. All yep. right, moving on. All right, we're coming to the end of our show. Uh, happy birthdays all around. TJ Watt, mm-hmm. 28 years old. Of course, he's currently dealing with an injured pectoral muscle. Yep. Has been out for several few weeks, and that hasn't helped the Steelers much because their defense has looked really porous. Well, they, they, built, in well, they built a scheme around him. Didn't well. He's and not. He's not part. He's not, of, he's not there. there. He's not there to be part of the scheme. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Happy birthday, Steve Young. Of course, uh, championship winning quarterback with the 49ers. Started Fan. off. Started off with the Buccaneers, a but nobody remember that when a, they were really bad. A uh, really, a really influential quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, really set the tone for the modern quarterbacks right now, like like a like a Lamar Jackson, and even like a Michael Vick. I, I think the th- idea was that he wasn't Steve Young wasn't fast, but he was elusive. He can get yeah. away from tackles. He could extend plays. A lefty, which is unfair. and even 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 prime Roethlisberger could p- create plays out of chaos. Yeah, yeah. So that's him. So yeah. happy birthday, sixty-one years old. And lastly, happy birthday, Jared Goff. Of course, Jared. starting to revive his career with with the Lions. Woo-hoo! They aren't doing so hot, but he looked good early in the season. It's not about the offense. The offensive numbers aren't that bad. It's the defense that stinks for the Well, it's not his fault, though. It's not his fault, but, you know, he's stuck in Detroit. Look, I like Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff. I think in the right system, he's good. All right. And and lastly, 30 years ago, Deion Sanders. Prime time. He went to two places. So, at the time, he was playing with the Falcons as well as the Braves. So, he finished up a game, a a game with the Falcons, and the Braves were in the playoffs. uh, And he left, left. Uh, the game with the Falcons after his game, flew into Atlanta, uh, suited up, and got ready to play. So it was the first time it ever happened where a player was playing two sports. Now, prior to that, we know that years and years well, ago, we had, we had Bo both. Jackson. So we, we had, had more. We had more um, in the NFL and MLB. Yes, who did that? Yes, but never someone like prime time, and only prime time could do that. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, it was it was prime time. Yeah. And he did it pretty well. And I remember classic uh, Tim McCarver was giving him a hard time for, you know, for, I don't know, doing something or, you know, you know playing places or playing two places and then he and dumped them with war. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure he almost won, won a ring with the Braves almost as well. didn't, but almost. Was part of that, well, that, that NLCS 93. And 93 when, his, when they beat Bonds. Yeah, his 93, his 93 campaign was better than 92. Yeah, and, All right. he, and he was good yeah. when he played for the Braves and Atlanta. And obviously, we all know what he did it in the NFL. Yes. All right. all right. That's our show for this week. If you come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We, we do this thing once a week. Next week, NHL season is in swing. We'll we will be talking that. about yep. that. NFL season is still going. 
NBA, uh, NBA is, is going to start. And it's yeah. coming fast. Yes, and we'll be in the championship MLB, round. This is, once again, the silly season where every single sport is on and it's active. And we'll be covering it on on every week. Make sure you stick around, and we'll see you guys next time. Ciao.